Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing Onboard NWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at onboardnwa.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and I'm excited to be with you today. I'm here with Brent Hale from Big Sexy Food and Sandwich Love. I'm here in the downtown Springdale area. And, you know, I've always told you one of the things I love doing is trying to connect with all the different people that make Northwest Arkansas special. And I'm glad to be focusing on an organization, a company right here in downtown Springdale, an area that's actually revitalizing itself as we speak. Even during the pandemic, this whole corridor, especially on Emma Street, is changing on a daily basis. Every time I drive down Emma, I see changes. I see things being taken down, things being built up. So there's a lot happening here. And Brent is really at the center of it. And the thing that I really like about Brent, and I'll let him tell his story, is that we connected via Facebook, you know, he kept reaching out to me to share some of the many things that he was doing in the community. And I said, you know, 
I've got to tell this guy's story. And so finally, we were able to come together. So without further ado, Brent Hale from Big Sexy Food. Man, how are you doing today? I'm doing right. Um, not so bad. You know, it's been <laughs> a heck of a 2020, but 21's here and we're looking for a, a brighter future. So thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming out today. Man, it, it is my pleasure. And, and certainly, you know, like I said, any chance that I get to get out of my studio in my home and, and actually sit down with somebody, whether socially distant or not, it's it, which most of the times it's always socially distant and even sometimes with a mask on like we are now. But, you know, the reality is, is that it's just nice to be in front of real live people and not looking at somebody on a screen. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every time somebody walks through the door, I get a little <laughs> more excited to meet someone new because, uh, yeah, like you said, a year of, of uh, even partial isolation was more than, than this social butterfly really wanted to do. <laughs> no, tell me all about it. So, listen, I would love for you to tell the audience, and we always start off with one of the same questions because I believe who we're talking to matters more than anything else. I would love for you just to share with the I Am Northwest Arkansas audience your superhero origin story. Well, we go back a long way, so we'll try to... Uh, we'll, you can we'll, give us the cliff note version. <laughs> we'll it's give fine. the cliff notes yep, version. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, I, I moved to the Northwest Arkansas area about, uh, about 12 years ago from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Okay. In the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I had a catering company that I ran for about nine years called Dining by Design, and that was my first kind of venture into food. As that company wound down, we were doing uh, mostly high-end catering in homes of, of some, some Dallas execs, that kind of thing. So dinner party style events. And uh, when I moved here, didn't immediately jump back into the food business for the first 10 years of my Northwest Arkansas life. I was a business owner, mm-hmm. but I was an insurance agent of oh all things. God. So uh, mo- most people that know me now and that did not know me then refuse to believe that fact, but it is true. Right. I had an agency uh, in Springdale for 10 years wow. and uh, started Big Sexy Food about five years ago. Okay. Um, and um, our purpose was to kind of pick up where I'd left off and to do that, that in-home dining experience. And then kind of fell backwards into the food truck scene. And we had some clients asking us to do some events in some, let's say, obscure places that didn't have full kitchens that would be a little more difficult. So we started looking at the the option of a food truck to execute those events. And then when posed with the question of, well, what do we do with a food truck when it's not in service? I didn't want to put it in storage. So we started the food truck with a small menu at uh, what's called the Yacht Club in Fayetteville. Great little food truck park right off 71 there. Mm-hmm. And we were there for a year. And it got so busy that we couldn't use the food truck for any events. And so we, we said, all right, well, if this is working, let's, uh, let's do it. I just wanted to cook food. Didn't really care how it happened. So, right. so we started the food truck. Since then, we've grown into, at our, our most uh, busy, we've had three food trucks on the road at any given time. And we still have three food trucks. We only have one in operation right now. And this past year, actually, when they shut everything down in March for COVID, and we had to shut down and, and only did to-go's. We did the unspeakable and we opened our very first brick and mortar restaurant of Big Sexy Food where we're sitting today. And we had opened Sandwich Love here in downtown Springdale right off Emma about a year and a half ago, but it had only been in business about five months when they shut us down. And, and knowing that that sandwich just didn't have the brand recognition yet, and we split the restaurant in half. And so now at the 107 on Emma, you can come in to uh, Arkansas's smallest deli, Sandwich Love, or you can come into Arkansas's sexiest restaurant, Big Sexy Food. So we have two restaurants and one kitchen. It's a weird concept, but it works for us. And we've never been normal. So why start now? Yeah. Um, we have grown even more. We, we have a couple of other food-based programs that we, we have under our belt. We have our Fancy Pants Catering, which is our weddings and events catering group. We have Prepped NWA, which is our meal prepped program. And, you know, we're just trying to 
I don't know, make a, make a little bit of a difference in the food world here, but more importantly, just create food that, that people love and that will bring people back time and again for it. So, yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's something to be said, A, for comfort food and the accessibility of that comfort food. So, I mean, those are key, key components. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the funniest things um, this morning, I was going through my Facebook memories and I had a memory of uh, the Northwest Arkansas Business Journal did a story on big, sexy food when we were literally three days old. Uh, we didn't have a business plan. We didn't have any goals. We didn't really know what we were doing. We were a Facebook page. But Jennifer Joyner, who is now with the, uh, the downtown Springdale team, called me up and wanted to do an editorial on us. And so we met in what was the steam, which is now where we sit today, which is now Big Sexy Food. Right. So five years ago, I sat down with a young lady who I now work with on a regular basis in a restaurant that we now own. And, you know, it's just funny how time marches on and, and uh, through twists and turns, I think we're exactly where we're supposed to be. Yeah, no, I love it. And certainly kudos to you for persevering in what has been a difficult time for anybody in the service industry period, let alone restaurants, right? I mean, I'm always putting out the hashtag Save Our Restaurants, and I'm always working with Jeremy Gothrop and Matt Cooper and so many other chefs around the, the Northwest Arkansas area, A, encouraging them, right? And then also you know, spreading the news as far and wide as I can, telling people, hey, get takeout if nothing else. You may not be able to you know, go out and, uh, and eat like you normally did, but you can always get takeout. And I think more than anything else during this pandemic, restaurants and other establishments, eating establishments have perfected this whole process of takeout now. I think so. And, and, and that's an important fact you bring up about the community of chefs and, and owners in this area. And, and certainly I've had my moments over the past year of wanting to throw up my hands and go, I quit, I give up, I can't do it anymore. But it never fails that when you get to that point, there's someone else that steps up to, to pat you on the back and say, hey, you got this. They don't even know they're doing it. Yeah. But we've had more than, than our fair share of those folks. And I hope that that I've been able to be that for a few folks. But, you know, I, I, there's a few people that they, they don't even know the impact they made over 2020 in my life because they just spoke encouragement at the right time. And so, yeah, we've got a great community of chefs and, and uh, restaurant owners in this area that I wouldn't trade for anything. No. And, you know, the thing about like, you know, people know my story that, you know, I moved here like six years ago from Boston and it's a much different area, but I don't, I mean, I know there's competition, but it's healthy competition. But at the same time, I think everybody's kind of silently rooting for everybody else to be successful. Absolutely. You know, solid competition breeds better product. And so, you know, as long as it's, it's done in the spirit of fairness and the spirit of, uh, of honesty and, and, and that kind of deal, you know, I think that, that, yeah, you know, we serve burgers and there's a lot of other places that serve burgers, but that doesn't mean we're in competition. You know, we, again, together we're successful. And yeah, if you, if you start having a bunch of restaurants that aren't doing their part, then the community starts looking at that and, and it, it affects us all. So yeah, it's great to have everybody, uh, pulling their own weight for sure. No, well, that's perfect. I love that. So, you know, and as I'm, as I'm sitting here, for those that are, that are listening to this, I'm actually sitting, we're sitting on the sandwich love side and it's, it's not sandwich, it's sandwich, like, you know, S-A-M-M-I-C-H, right. sandwich. Because anybody can make a sandwich, but <laughs> right. it takes love to, to make, make a, a sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> I love that. And I'm looking over at, and I, and I, and I made a mistake of coming here and not having eat, eaten lunch. So I'm looking <laughs> at all these amazing sandwiches, like spicy clucker and Mr. Rubin and Ricky Ricardo. I mean, it just, I mean, I love the names and I want to get into, I want to get into the food that you serve in a minute, but I do want to talk about something because again, the thing that really struck me about you was that you were, every time I saw you posting something, you were figuring out a way to give back. It wasn't so much about expanding your brand or, you know, selling a lot of food. 
you were more giving back to the community. And I was just curious to know what does, uh, where does that come from and what really com- has compelled you to kind of focus on that? Sure. So I've always wanted to build a brand that gave back. And so I, I, I do view it as building our brand. And that's a big part of who, who we are and a big part of who we want to be. I've always had the mentality of the more successful we are, uh, the greater good we can do, the more help we can provide. You know, I, if I had to give credit to anyone, I'd probably give credit to my mom. Okay. You know, she, she's raised me to, to listen to that voice. And when that voice says, do it, you do it. You don't ask questions. If it's, you know, uh, seeing someone on the street that's homeless and you got a five in your pocket, it's not up to me to determine why they're homeless. Should they be homeless? Could yeah. they do this? Could they, if I'm told to give it, then I need to give it. And I've tried to do the same with my son. And, uh, so, you know, I'd probably have to give credit to mama on that one. She did good on, on that aspect. So, you know, we, we've always wanted to, to be that group that has that, uh, that community effect above and beyond our regular day job. Right. Right. Okay. So. Yeah. No, I, I love that. Well, I mean, certainly I, I wanted to just highlight that because I think it's important. I've noticed more and more restaurants and restaurant owners and chefs have been focused on giving back. I recently, and I'm sure you've heard of it, but Get Shift Done. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're a program that started in the where you're from, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and they've expanded to, at the time that I last did an interview with them, it was about 13 different cities around the country where they were able to make opportunities for restaurants to hire unemployed service workers to come back and work so that they could create food to provide for those that needed it, right? The food insecure and so many others. So, I mean, when you hear about stories like that, and I mean, these are all things that were really born out of necessity during the pandemic that uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and we saw, you know, early on when, when they were closing schools, you know, we know, and especially in, in Springdale, there's a, a large portion of, of kiddos that are on the free or reduced meal plan. And so that was one of those things we said, look, you know, we're, we're already making sandwiches. We can make sandwiches for kiddos. And so we, uh, we started offering that. And, it, you know, and again, it wasn't anything great. It's not like they were coming in and getting filet mignon, but, you know, but it was, it was something we could do. And right. so, um, so we did that. Uh, here and then out of our food truck uh, location in Rogers. And it was just, you know, a very small thing that we could do to make sure that, that nobody went hungry. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of always been a policy of ours too, is, you know, if, if you need something to eat, let me know, you know, we're not going to let anyone go hungry. There's no reason for that. Yeah. And so, you know, it was, it was uh, just something that we could do in the meantime until the schools were able to kind of mobilize their efforts and, you know, Springdale schools mobilized fast and they did a great job. So we, we did what we could in the interim, and uh, then they picked it up and ran with it really well. And so we did, I don't know, a couple hundred grilled cheese sandwiches and took them out to the unemployment line. And just, you know, when that was all happening and nobody knew how to get unemployment and the lines were right, long. And right. these people, you know, everybody was frustrated, you know. And, and um, you know, so, I mean, a, a grilled cheese sandwich and a bottle of water goes a long way. It does. And, you know, so we, and, and, and some of that came out of wanting to do the right thing. Some of that came out of, we didn't have anything else to do. Right. And we needed to keep ourselves busy so that we didn't get kind of caught up in the, the depression of where, right. I, you know, we, we fought through that and kept ourselves busy. So we didn't sink into being lazy with anything. So, yeah. I, and I think that's a good point. And I know a lot of people that I've talked to has have, uh, you know, as they say, what well, the idle hands is, are the devil's playground. So I think that the reality is, is that even when you don't know exactly what to do, just get out there and do something. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it will, it can and will make a difference. Yeah. 
So, okay, so I want to talk a little bit about your cuisine and what has inspired that and and just share us a little bit. Let's break it down into two areas because I know people listening to this are going to be like, well, where should I go? I mean, technically, you could come to one location and try out both things, but talk a little bit about Sandwich Love. and So Sandwich Love, the menu for it came kind of an inspiration was classic old world New York style delis Mm -hmm. and, you know, piled high with meats. Never really understood how they ever made any money on that. You know, when you put two pounds of pastrami on it and you're only charging me 10 bucks, but okay. So it, it kind of came from that inspiration. Mm-hmm. That uh, coupled with um, some of my childhood favorites and then just reimagining uh, some of those. So for example, we have a fried uh, bologna sandwich. Oh man. Um, which is one of our best sellers. And and we have people come in all the time and they're like, yeah, that's, that's childhood. But we do ours. It's on a, a brioche bun. It's stacked high. We put ruffles potato chips in ours and cheese and so it's you know but it's everything that you had as a kid but on a sandwich right. um, and the same thing we have a peanut butter and jelly kebab where we take a peanut butter and jelly and, and twist it just enough where it's something new and unique but at its heart it's still that comfort food that takes you back you know food and we built big sexy food in all of our brands on the the concept of food memories and how we especially as americans have so many of our memories tied to food and how you know we connect over the dinner table, and that used to be where you found out how your day was, and you know you found out when that's how mom found out I was failing math, and yeah. that's when I found you know so <laughs> you know good and bad, right, but, right, but you right. know those those food memories you know take us back, and music can do that, and food can do that, taste and smell, and so when we looked at creating any of our menu items, we always kind of want to tie it back to some form of food memory. And then if it's a new memory, that's even better because you can create that for the future. So Yeah, absolutely. Well, so tell me a little bit about Big Sexy Food. So what? Big Sexy Food, the menu there has evolved over the years mm-hmm. and uh, has now kind of landed around uh, essentially three main items. We have our burgers. And uh, again, we, we take the burger and, and create, much like a chef would create a plate and put every element on that plate to be designed to be eaten in a single bite, you know, where you have the sweet and salty and acidic and all that together. But instead of putting it around a plate, we simply build it up on a bun. Yeah. And so we want to create flavor forward burgers. Mm -hmm. We have uh, what we call our stuffies. And these are similar to kind of a Greek Euro style wrapped sandwich. I tell people all the time and and maybe it's not right, but I say, think of a Greek Euro and think, uh, if a fat white guy just completely appropriated all that and screwed it all up, that's what we've done. <laughs> so we've turned Greek euros into, you know, stuffy, you know, stuffy comfort food. Yeah, so, exactly. And then our newest item uh, is called a ripper and it's a Jersey style hot dog. So it's a foot long bacon wrapped deep fried hot dog. Oh, wow. And then all of our items are just filled with stuff They're, I mean, nothing small. You can't mm-hmm. call yourself big, sexy food and serve little dainty bites. Right. So, right. So everything we do is fairly large. We do have some uh, some shareables, our version of appetizers, uh, whether it's loaded mac and cheese or loaded fries, those types of things. But we really try to look at how do we create something that is not likely to be found on another menu. Sure. And one of the best examples, my wife has been on me for a while to create a, a blue cheeseburger. And you'll nice. find a you know a bacon blue cheeseburger on just about every burger menu across the country, which is why it never appeared on our menu because right. it was too commonplace. So we created a burger. We call it You're My Boy Blue, and uh, it has blue cheese. It has some bacon on it. It has uh, sliced crisp Granny Smith apple, so that kind of acts as a pickled element to it. So, uh, you know, it's got a lot of different things and a little bit of jalapeno uh, pepper jelly as well. 
Uh, so we wanted to create something that was again unique, but that was still one of those that go, you know, you go, okay, that's a blue cheeseburger. I like blue cheese. I'm not sure how I feel about apples on my blue cheeseburger, right, but right. I'm willing to try it. Don't so, knock it until you've tried it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we, we try to do a lot of that. Our, our best seller, we do a, a burger called the Bacon Mac, and it's uh, our burger topped with uh, a griddled mac and cheese, crisp bacon, and then a, a, a grilled tomato. Okay. So, you know, again, just kind of stuff that you used to eat as a kid, not necessarily all together, but, you know, again, just flavor forward, rich, and none of our food is, is what you want to eat and then have to go run a marathon. It's no. not, not our plan. <laughs> it's more of eat and take a nap kind of food. Right, um, right. But we do have, you know, people are surprised to see that we do have some lighter options and we do have some really good vegetarian options as well. Sure. We recently added a vegetarian taco to our menu. That's one of my favorite things. It's a, a deep fried taco. It's filled with couple of different uh, styles of beans, some Mexican rice, tomato and onion, and then topped with some pickled vegetables. And it's really nice. Um, sounds good. Uh, so we do, you know, we, we have some of those kind of things and then all of our burgers can be made with a veggie patty. So, okay. Um, now do you do what beyond meat or impossible? By we, we just do a black bean burger. Oh, okay. Um, okay. We're not super advanced. We don't get a lot of vegetarians. We, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you're welcome. Vegetarians, please come. Right. But they, you know, typically they know what we serve. And so we, you know, we, we don't get a lot of vegetarians, but yeah. But we do keep that, and we have, we've got a really great, very veggie stuffy that's full of uh, Brussels sprouts and mushrooms and tomatoes, and it's you know very high in protein and and, fl- and it's very flavorful. Okay. Um, so we get a we have a pretty good uh, vegetarian option. We just don't get a whole lot of vegetarians that walk in. So hopefully they'll listen and go, hey, they have food for me. Yes, come on in. We'd love to have everybody. <laughs> right. So, exactly. Why we don't discriminate from anyone. Absolutely so. not. Absolutely not. Yeah. So you know, I'd love to talk. A little bit about so when you had your insurance agency was it here in in Springdale as well? It was yeah okay yeah. so you've been in Springdale for a while. Mm-hmm. What would you say about the transformation that Springdale is taking that that is taking place here, especially downtown Springdale? So when I moved here about twelve years ago, uh, we moved. We lived in Springdale. And we heard from everyone, Springdale's growing. It's coming. It's co-, you know. And twelve years later, eh, I don't really see much yet. Mm-hmm. In the past two years. Springdale has just been killing it. Yeah. Whether it's downtown or elsewhere, uh, we see the downtown a little bit more because I'm here every day. But like you mentioned uh, in the opening, you know, they're leveling the way for new things and they're already building new things. So the downtown area this time next year in Springdale, if you've not been down here, you won't recognize it this time next year. Absolutely. It's going to be a completely different deal. We've got apartment buildings that are coming up with uh, 55 uh, units right across the street from us. We've got another one. Well, this one might be 70 and we've got another one 50 something down on the other side. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of residential coming down here. And uh, I think that you're going to see some really cool changes. Uh, the city leadership has done their part. The downtown team with Jill Dabbs and Jennifer Joyner uh, and all of their group have done just an exceptional job of programming and even during uh 2020 when programming was such a challenge mm-hmm. to create an event that people would come to but not too many people right kind of thing, right you know? yeah yeah um but they've done such a great job and so you know we um we're super proud to be a part of a downtown that's growing like this absolutely yeah i i actually ride through here quite a bit for those of the uninitiated the downtown springdale area there's a lot of things that connect springdale to the other city so i ride from fayetteville through lake fayetteville I ride up, I forget the name of the street, but anyway, it brings me right into downtown Springdale, right by Fat Tire. Mm. Fat Tire has a little coffee shop there. It's right around the corner from where we're sitting recording this podcast right now. 
there's a lot that's opening up that even just a year or two ago wasn't here. Yeah. Which is really exciting. And, well, and you've uh, seen other places, you know, that have really stepped it up, like uh, the Odd Soul, uh, which is just a block down the street from us. You know, they, they started out primarily as a bar. They decided, well, let's do some pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, they started doing pizza and they won't care if I say this. It was very mediocre to begin with. And now they easily have a top five pizza in Northwest Arkansas. Okay. They do okay. a sourdough crust. That's awesome. And, you know, I love promoting and talking about our downtown neighbors. Absolutely. Black uh, Apple. Black Apple. Um, <laughs> They've been on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Leo you know, and those just guys. some great and great makers, you know, with uh, James and James Furniture. We've got a chef from Atlanta that's going to open up a restaurant here in the next several months. You know, we've got a a, a tremendous Marshallese chef, uh, Chef Judy, who just did a free meal over I heard, the Jones I heard about her. I heard she's going to be food. popping up she's, here. We're going to give her our kitchen for a couple of nights. And really? Sell an event. Because, I mean, she's doing great food. If it's great food, it's great food. Exactly. So, you know, we uh, kind of being one of the first chef restaurants down here, you know, we, we feel a little bit of a sense of responsibility. But more than anything, it's just a ton of fun to promote all these people and, and watch watch people grow. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I um highly recommend that, you know, we, you know, a lot of the things that we're doing, okay, a lot of the things that we're, you know, that we're seeing happen here in downtown Springdale, it's exciting. And I think every city, Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, Bentonville, they are all seeing new growth, new opportunities, even in the pandemic. And I think that uh, that's the thing that's I think is I'm really excited about is that, you know, we just, I mean, people just, you need to be a little patient. And of course, with the pandemic, we need to be even more patient. And I think have a little ability and grace for our fellow neighbors and everybody that's struggling with this, whether you are a masker or an anti-masker, wherever you fall on the right. spectrum, I think we all need to have a little grace for each other because I think we're all in this together. Absolutely. We're all dealing with this craziness. And listen, I can't take that vaccine quick enough. Yeah. As soon as it's offered to me, I'm taking it so I can <laughs> kind of move, you know, in my mind, move past this. Right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where we all want to go. But I mean, it's it's great just to hear your testimony about this restaurant, about both sides of this restaurant and about what downtown Springdale means for you guys. And I think what it's going to be, I don't I mean you would have to be blind to not see what the potential is for this area, especially this corridor right here on. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, I've heard a lot of people and I was one of them that said, you know, 2020, it feels like a wasted year. It feels like, you know, we didn't get to do and accomplish what we wanted to accomplish, you know, but again, I, trying to stay positive with everything. I look at that and I go, okay, well, maybe I didn't get to do and, and, and learn the things I thought I was going to. So what did I do and what did I learn? Right. Cause I refused to have a wasted year. And yeah. so, you know, I felt like we've, We've learned how to be creative when you're forced, yeah. uh, which is never optimal. Right. Uh, no artist ever feels creative when they're under a deadline. It's no. very difficult. And uh, and that's kind of where we landed. You know, we we were forced to be creative. And how do we, you know, the key term of the year was pivot. How do we pivot? How do we change? You know, and, and it got to the point where there were some things where I said, you know, we're not going to do that because that's not who I want to be. Right. You know, they said, we'll sell grocery stuff. I didn't want to be a grocery yeah, exactly. store. We're a restaurant. Plenty of grocery stores out there, you know, go to Harps. They're great. You know, we're, we're good with that. But, uh, you know, we, we did a few of those things, but, uh, you know, all in all, we just stuck to who we were. And, uh, and, you know, as I've told when someone asked me, you know, we, we get a lot of that. It's kind of like when, when someone passes, you know, they get a lot of that. How's it going? Right. You know, with that, exactly. that kind of, uh, sympathetic look. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I tell people, I said, you know, all things considered, mm. I can't complain. 
you know, we've been able to pay our staff. We've been able to pay our bills. Um, Our landlord has been beyond gracious. And so, you know, we've been able to grow in areas that we probably wouldn't have that Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have focused on this last year. Right. And uh, excited to see what 21 holds. I'm okay with a little bit of a challenge here in the first quarter, but I'm hoping we uh, start to see our numbers go down again and, uh, you know, just, just get back to not, not necessarily, you know, the, uh, they say the new normal now, and, and I don't know what that means either, right. but, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I am ready to pack the restaurant out again Absolutely. and I'm ready to hear the hustle and bustle of all that again. And, and I know a lot of people are, and, and, uh, but we, you know, like I said, I can't, I can't say enough good thing about our customers. Um, they've been supportive and, uh, wasn't the year we thought, but, but I can't complain because yeah. I'm still walking around and, and, and we learned a few things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, finally, as we wrap this up and I want in a minute, I'm going to have you share some information so people can know how to kind of find you sure. and all this other great stuff. But you and I have a mutual friend. His name is Nate Walls mm-hmm. from Secondhand Smoke and Second Helping NWA. I always give Nate a shout out whenever I can because of the impact that he's making in the community, uh, just like what you're doing. And he has, you know, he's done what he's been able to do in Fayetteville and beyond. And, and I know that you've helped him out in some ways and you guys have worked together on some things. And, and hey, I just I just appreciate that. But, you know, it's just nice to see how the community has come together and rallied around everybody. So I certainly appreciate the support that uh, Big Sexy Food and, and Sandwich Love has given Nate Walls and what he's doing. Because again, I think the one thing that we can all agree on is that if nothing else, this pandemic revealed some things that I don't think we realized were a problem. Like in a place like Northwest Arkansas, mm-hmm. where unemployment's extremely low and people, everybody around here for the most part works, but we didn't realize how big of a deal food insecurity was. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're absolutely right about Nate. You know, here you have this guy who who just wanted to start his own business and the world said no, essentially. <laughs> and instead of crawling back in his shell and, and going to get a nine to five somewhere, he says, all right, well then let's, uh, let's do this way, you yeah, know? And, yeah. and, um, you know, starts partnering with some, some great local folks to, to truly make a difference, you know? And, uh, you know, what he's able to create with the things that are donated, you know, he, <laughs> I mean, literally he's, he's kind of yeah. like the MacGyver of I food know, in a is. way, yeah, but, he uh, really is. uh, but yeah, you know, we, uh, the very first food truck that we bought is a, the food truck that we retired this year. And, and that was bought when my great uncle passed, he left all the family, a little bit of money. And, and some of that money went to buy that food truck. Wow. And my great uncle's name was Hugh, but we all called him shorty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wasn't abnormally short. That was just his name. Right. And so we bought the food truck and, and we were retiring it this year. And there's our motorcycles out oh, there. That's you get all good. Beautiful downtown Springdale with the motorcycles. But anyway, we, we retired the, the food truck this year and, and we began to look at the possibility of selling it. And as we looked at it, it was closer to the end of the year. You know, it was a decision that was right for us as a business decision, but it was also a decision that we knew was going to further what, what Nate and, and, uh, and Second Helping was doing. And so, yeah, we were able to, to work out a deal with him to, to donate that truck to him. And, and um, we've got Jerry Karsten with Retrofit. Uh, out of uh, uh, Gravit, they build food trailers. He's going to do a lot of the work on that truck uh, to get it back up to where it needs to be and everything. And, you know, with as much as mobilization as he's, as Nate's doing right now, I really, really think that this will be very useful to him. And I didn't know Nate from Adam until right. this all started and, and hadn't met Nate face to face until a few weeks before we decided to do this. But just seeing his support and the community support behind him and, and the great work he was doing, it was a no brainer for us to partner alongside him. Yeah. No, I love, I love that. I love hearing that. And 
I can't tell you how often I just hear how people are connecting like that here in Northwest Arkansas. It's not just you. It's not just him. It's a, I mean, I've heard that refrain over and over and over again. And so I just want people that aren't even aren't from here just to understand that this is a type of place where people really do look out for each other. I think you can agree. We don't know each other from Adam, but we just connected through Facebook and you know, what you're doing really resonated with me. And, you know, I feel like I just have a mission to share as many amazing stories and your hero's journey is worth hearing. So I appreciate you sitting down with me today and kind of sharing that. How can people get in touch with you? What's the best way? Can they order online or? Yeah. So the, and that's one of those things we, uh, we learned this year, right? <laughs> so yeah. So you can actually go to big sexy to go.com okay. and you can order online from uh, either the 107 or from the food truck for pickup and or delivery okay. uh, for there. And then sandwich love, you can order from sandwichlove.com for that. So lots of opportunities there. We do a lot of events out here. We do a lot of private dinners. So Facebook is really the, the easiest way to follow us. And you can start your order directly from Facebook too. Right, so, yeah. so if you just start searching for big, sexy food, I guarantee you, you'll find us. And uh, that's really the easiest way to, to go about knowing what's going on around here. And we'll make sure we put all that in the show notes sure. so people know how to connect with you and, and can reach out. And certainly folks, all of my folks from Tribe, I am Northwest Arkansas. If you do come and meet with Brent and the rest of the great people here at Big Sexy Food or Sandwich Love, make sure you let them know you heard about them on I am Northwest Arkansas. And then uh, these guys will take good care of you and make sure that your bellies are full when you walk out of the door. Yeah, if you walk out of here and you're still hungry, it's really your own fault. Exactly. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, no, I love that. Well, Brent, thank you so much, man, for for sitting down with me today. I really appreciate it. I'm glad I had a chance to hear your story. And, and I hope that, uh, and I know that, not I hope, I know people are going to really like it and really resonate with it. Thank you for sharing about downtown Springdale and all that's happening here. And look forward to seeing what the future holds for you guys. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me and thanks for coming out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. Another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. It was so cool to sit down with Brent and uh, just hear what he's doing. And as I'm saying this, I'm looking down and he's got some Kindle spices from Ezekiel Kindle here at the table in Sandwich Love. So clearly this guy knows his condiments and big shout out to Ezekiel Kindle. And uh, it's just nice to see how all of the food love is spread around Northwest Arkansas. So really appreciate you guys listening to this episode as always. You can check out this podcast or any of our episodes wherever great podcasts can be found, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. Just check it out. Or you can also go to Alexa and say, hey, Alexa, play the latest episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, and Alexa will oblige. That's all I have for you this week. You can check out all of our great sponsors right on our website for this particular episode. And as always, that's IamNorthwestArkansas.com. And remember, we come out with a brand new episode every Monday. I appreciate you guys so much, and I look forward to talking with you soon. We'll see you next week. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week, available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.